Welcome back to the Couch Potato Show. Back again with a very special episode today. We're sitting down with the 2013 A Sun Player of the Year, first team All A Sun, um, and an SB winner himself. He was a member of the 2013 Florida Gulf Coast Dunk City team. Sure, Wood Brown. Sure, how are we doing today? Hey, I'm doing great, man. I appreciate the the wonderful introduction. I'm just happy to be here, man. You know, body's feeling healthy, um, mental's feeling healthy given the circumstances. But you know, I'm just I'm just happy to be here, man. Yeah, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, where you came from, and all that? All right. Well, you know, originally I was born in um, Columbus, Georgia, not such a big city. And then um, shortly after that, I moved to Florida, Orlando, Florida, which was um, a pretty good location for me, at least personally. Um, a big difference from where I was from, where I'm from, the small city to a, a much larger city. A lot more things going on in Orlando, of course, you know, besides like Disney World, things like that. Yeah. And then that's where I also, you know, developed the love for basketball. Um, I played on a, a very competitive high school basketball team where um, the the first six players in the rotation, they all started out at Division One programs. Um, the other five guys were fortunate enough to, uh, to gain scholarships, scholarship offers, which they eventually accepted at various different schools. Um, me, unfortunately, I uh, had to settle to, for as a walk-on for a walk-on position at Florida Gulf Coast University. But, you know, it turned out to all work out in my favor when it was all said and done. Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, sure, what Tyler just said in your introduction, you now play in Romania. Can you just explain to us, like, how that came about and what made you decide to go play in Romania? Um, So I've been playing professionally for, like, the last, I want to say, seven to eight years. I, I lose count, man. It's been so long now. Um, I started out uh, playing in the NBA G League. Well, it was the it called the NBA D League at that time, and now they changed the name to the NBA G League. And then since then, I played in various different countries: um, Israel, Lebanon, Mexico, Germany, um, Saudi Arabia, Qatar, to name a, to name a few. Uh, and then you know the opportunity to play basketball in Romania had presented itself. Um, I had Actually, the, the way I got here was I played against a coach in Lebanon, and I guess he really liked the way that I was playing against his team, and he became the coach here initially in Romania and, you know, asked if I wanted to be a part of, you know, what he wanted to do here, and I accepted. Um, he parted ways from, um, from this club since then, but since then we've uh, got a new coach, and, you know, he's asked me to stay on board. He's a really good coach. And I agreed, man. So I've been here for the last two seasons and I'm going on my third season now. That's awesome, man. And obviously with like the world situation now, can you just like try and explain what it's like playing your third year in Romania during coronavirus pandemic? Like what's it been like, especially because a lot of our viewers don't know about other countries. Yeah, um, actually, you know, this is probably the biggest reason why I'm still here for this, this third season. Um, I just wanted to be in a place where I was really comfortable and um, being that I had played in Romania, Romania for the first two, for the previous two seasons, I was like, you know, I could go to play in another country, but I'm not really sure how that country is, you know, without COVID. So 
at least if I remain here, I can kind of know what to expect already. Um, but now, I mean, at the beginning of the season, things were not so so bad. Like we could still kind of move freely outside of uh, basketball related activities. We could still, you know, go to have lunch or dinner and restaurants, things like that of that nature. Um, we still had to wear a mask to go inside of maybe like a grocery store or something like that or a gas station. We still had to wear a mask inside, but now um, the conditions have gotten a little bit more harsh. I guess that the COVID, the amount of people who have attracted the COVID virus have skyrocketed. So now we have some pretty extreme conditions to the point where um, all the grocery stores, markets, they're going to be closing at 6 p.m. And everyone curfew has, now, geez. Yeah, curfew. And, and even everyone has to be inside of their homes. Um, no later than 8 p.m. So like that's that's a very hard adjustment for me for sure. So you traveled to all these places, played in all these places all over the world. What's been your favorite? Like either whether it's an away city or a city that you played in. Um, what's been your favorite city or country that you've been to? Um, it would be hard for me to say that Romania is not one of my favorite countries because I've been here so long. Um, it's almost the same amount of time I've been in university. So Romania is definitely up there, but I would probably say my favorite place that I've been, and this is not uh, including the basketball part. This is just, you know, outside of basketball. Uh, I will say my favorite place is probably Doha, Qatar, man, that I, that I, you know, that I've lived in. That city is so nice and it's so so well lit up in the nighttime. This is a special place. So let's jump to uh, let's jump to college basketball because that's that's the big talking point here. Um, let's go back to uh, 2012 um, for you at Florida Gulf Coast. Your junior season, you guys finish up as a runner up in the in the conference. Jumping to 2013, how much? of like a turning point was that uh, Miami game for you guys where you pulled off the upset early on in the regular season? Well, um, you know, I, I think that since I was in university, we played against University of Miami like every year from my freshman to senior year. And, you know, we felt like we were at least, you know, my freshman year, sophomore year and things, we got better and better. And we felt like, you know, we had a chance to beat them. We, you know, just had some, you know, end of the game lapses where we made some mistakes that we probably could shouldn't have made in order to assure a victory. But, you know, this time was would have been the first time that we would play them on our home court because usually we're playing them in Miami. So we brought them to our home court. We had a packed out arena. Um, you know, all of my teammates, myself included, we were just really ready and excited for this game. So we knew this was our opportunity to take down a, a big conference school. And, you know, actually after we ended up beating Miami at home that year, they went on to, you know, have a very, very good season themselves. I think they were even ranked number one uh, out of top 25. for them. They were definitely top five. I don't remember exactly where they were, but I do remember them being really good that season. Yeah. So I don't know, man, I, you know, seeing the success that they had, um, from our team, when we were going into that tournament, we just knew that we had a, a good shot to do something big. 
So you guys had an automatic bid that year in the NCAA tournament, um, winning your conference tournament. So on Selection Sunday, you guys know that you're in. Were you guys, you guys were sitting, or were you guys sitting in a room or something for Selection Sunday? And what were you hoping to see uh, up on the TV? Were you hoping for like a, a higher seed or a good matchup for you guys? What were you guys hoping for? Um, honestly, we just wanted to see ourselves on TV. Um, <laughs> well, we, we already had, we had found out that uh, we would be on TV, like be one of the premier teams that would be showcased on Selection Sunday. So actually we were watching this from our arena. We was watching it from our arena. Um, we also had a lot of our student section, our fans in attendance also. So when we finally heard our names and what our matchup was gonna be, I think that we were all just, just overwhelmed and excited about initially just being on TV and having our schools showcased. And then it wasn't until after the fact where we actually, you know, thought about who we were playing against, which was Georgetown. And then we also realized that we had a really good matchup also. Yeah, obviously you just mentioned you played Georgetown. What, what was it What was it like? What do you remember from that game with Georgetown, their number two seed? They have now new Magic player Otto Porter. He got traded yesterday. So what was it like with that, with that game? What was your mindset going into it? Well, um, I guess, you know, Otto Porter was the player of the year in the Big East that year. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I go to Seton Hall, so I know all the about the Big East. He, oh, okay, was, cool. he was incredible that season, so. So that, that year, you know, I was the player of the year of my conference. He was the player of the year of his conference. So me, personally, I was like, well, you know, we both were the player of the year in our conference. So I, at that at that time, I was just, maybe it was this is something arrogant to say, but I was like, you know, I'm just as good as he is. So, you know, it's just going to depend on who has the uh, the best game, I guess, on that night. But obviously, it's bigger than just a me and him matchup. It was a, a complete team effort. And one thing I remember from that game was actually something that happened before the game. We were doing our little um, pregame warm-up, and uh, we were getting ready to walk into the locker room to finish getting ready before the, the tip-off. And as we were walking into the locker room, we had to walk past um, – Georgetown as they were doing their pregame warm-up and then they had some players on their team who were uh you know chirping and like doing a little trash talking as we were walking by so that's just the main thing that stood out to me before the game and they actually you know hearing them do that trash talking is what put us all in our game mode so you guys beat Georgetown easy peasy uh what was the uh <laughs> What was the preparation like in the next like 48 hours uh, from this round of 64 to the round of 32 for you guys preparing for San Diego State? Man, I would want I, I got to say that, you know, when we were having the film session for uh, San Diego State, I, I can't really even remember if any of the guys were really paying attention um, because we was, you know, that morning was so crazy when we woke up the next day after beating Georgetown. We go to our team breakfast and then the news is on, on the TVs. And we're seeing our team, like we see us all on the news and we're like, oh damn, like we didn't really, really realize at that moment what we had actually did. So I think we were kind of stuck on that. And then, um, you know, I wouldn't say that we were overlooking San Diego State because they were a very great team, but it was more so that we felt that we just beat the number two seed so why wouldn't we be able to beat the number seven seed? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. Uh, 
after you beat San Diego State, obviously you lost the next round to Florida, but when you got back to campus, what was the reception like for you guys? Was it just like one massive party or was it Man, kind of that thing? That was insane. Like yeah. something I had never seen. Um, <laughs> you know, we were, I think that we, we probably should not have went back to school after that week and just maybe went straight to Dallas because that, that next week of school was exhausting. It was a lot of fun. It was a ton of fun, but it was also very exhausting at the same time. You know, some of us, you know, we would try to go to class, but as soon as we go to get on campus, <laughs> yeah, man, we're getting bomb rushed by, you know, tons of students and fans to the point where we even had to get police escorts to get to our classes. I mean, it was so surreal. It was great experience, man. I'm just happy to have been a part of that team at that time. Awesome, man. I can only imagine like what kind, especially like a smaller school like Florida Gulf Coast. I can only imagine like what they did on campus for you guys when you got back. Crazy. Man, it was, I'm telling you, it was just like so much, so many different events going on, you know, that they yeah, you guys must have been treating like kings for weeks, you know? For sure, for sure. I would say yeah. even for the rest of that year, um, the, tr the treatment we got was very, very nice. And obviously your iconic nickname for that team was Dunk City. Where did that come from? When did it start? And like, when did you guys really embrace it? When did you say that's our, that's our nickname? That's what we're going to do. I will honestly want to say that um, we kind of embraced that nickname even before we had the nickname because, you know, this was our style of play the whole season. It wasn't really televised because we didn't really have too many T, I mean, yeah, too many TV games, but we were doing this the whole season against whoever we were playing against, especially throughout conference play um all the time in practice like you the things that you guys seen during the georgetown game and san diego state game those weren't even some of our best stuff man you know it, that's just the stuff that just happened to get caught on camera damn that's scary that's you, gotta, you guys should have put together like a highlight reel or something of your man i wish the, i wish they would have been recording everything up leading up to this point but obviously you know no one expected what was going to happen yeah, it was it was like a video game for you guys. It was unbelievable. I remember being like a little kid. I was just maybe like 10, 11 years old. I was like, what the, what's going on right now? This is crazy. Man. How much like so like when you're like walking down the street or something, do you get like recognized or anything? Or like do you ever wear your Florida Gulf Coast uh, sweatshirt or something just to just to like get some recognition out there? Man, honestly, you know, I uh, ended up giving away all my FGCU gear because I had so many people asking me for it and and things like that. So, you know, me, out of the kindness of my heart, you know, I just give it away to some of my friends and things like that. But, you know, my friends actually get some recognition. Actually, my friends have gotten some of my closest friends. They got a lot of recognition because, you know, they knew me already and people know that they know me because we're like really close friends. So they got a lot of recognition just for being my friend, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So uh, so this year we got another 15 seed wreaking havoc in the tournament. Um, Oral Roberts. Yeah. So what do you what do you think of uh, Oral Roberts this year? And like, what can you tell us about like what those guys could possibly be going through? Because you are one of the handful of people that have ever gone the sweet 16 is 15 seed. So what are they going yeah. through right now? Man, I'm telling you, I know I just for for one, actually I, I kind of feel bad because I haven't been able to keep up with any of their games, but I have, you know, obviously 
you know, seeing all the social media posts about how what they're doing and them being the second 15 seed, making it to Sweet 16 or whatever. So, you know, I could I just want to you know tell to them, you know, they got a chance to keep it going. Just you know, continue to stay motivated and continue to remain focused and get some rest, man. That's probably the biggest thing. Just just get some rest. They killed me, man. I had Ohio State in my Final Four out in the first round. Oh, uh, yeah, man. Done. You know what? This year has been a, t- a year of ton of upsets, actually. It's, I, think, I think it's like the highest average seed for the Sweet 16s or something like that. Something crazy yeah, like that. Yeah. I, I feel like, you know, maybe COVID has something to do with it. You know, maybe because oh, yeah. not as many fans in attendance. A lot of these big schools, they, they really depend on that support from their uh from their fans. So, I mean, I, I don't think it's a big surprise you know, to that, to that standpoint, but, you know, I'm actually very excited to see it. It means to me that these schools are a lot evenly more, a lot more evenly matched than they have been in the past. And especially teams like Loyola Roberts, where you, not Loyola, oh my gosh, Loyola Chicago. And yeah. you question how are they were even uh, seated this low? Like they're a, an eight seed, I believe. And it's yeah. like, they're so evenly matched with these number one seeds. They're, they just beat Illinois yeah. last week. And you question like, how is this team not recognized as like a top four seed? Cause you just said they're so evenly matched, you know? Exactly. Yeah, man, you know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe the lower seeds nowadays have an advantage. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they're not ruled out as easy as they used to be. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It, it, these teams, I mean, also, you know, a lot of these teams have, um, a lot of the higher seats sometimes have younger players on their teams. A lot of freshmen. And not to say teams, that, yeah. yeah, a lot of freshmen who are like, you know, expected to be like one and done, things like that. So I feel like the teams from who have lower seats have guys on their team been playing a, together a little bit longer. So when facing adversity, they kind of understand a little bit better how to get through it. Now it's definitely a thing with COVID where they didn't get the preseason time that they usually get because there's no practices or anything. So do you think that yeah. definitely played a role where they didn't really get to be with their team that often until the season started? And then even then they don't weren't really together unless they're practicing or playing games. Yeah, for sure, man, for sure. I think that plays a role um, because, you know, the, the longer you're together when it comes down to these games that really matter when it's single game elimination, um, it's better to have a lot of chemistry uh, on the floor. Who's been your favorite team to watch so far, whether it's in the tournament or outside? Like, who's your who's been your favorite college basketball team to see? I mean, obviously, I got to go with the home team, man. I mean, unfortunately, unfortunately, we fell a little bit short in our conference tournament. But, you know, FGCU is always my favorite team to watch. It's a good answer. The hometown team. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> out of the 16 teams left, obviously, we're in the Sweet 16. Who do you see bringing home the national championship? Is it Gonzaga? Is it like Oregon? Is it Oral Roberts even? Because who knows who they could beat next? I would love to see Oral Roberts keep it going. But um, oh, I if I had to you know, put some money on it, I, I would probably have to go with Gonzaga, man. They just have historically a great program. And so they just got another five star point guard this morning. So they're going to keep it going next year, too. See, there you go. <laughs> Gonzaga's great, great out of the, coming out of the West Coast. Well, uh, Sherwood, thank you so much. Uh, this has been one hell, one hell of a time. Um, thanks for taking time out of your day to sit down with us. We've had a we've had a blast. I hope you have too. Man, of course, man. I I love doing this, especially during this time of the year. It just brings back 
uh, so many memories, man. In fact, I still get chills whenever March starts rolling around. It's a great feeling. Yeah, you're one of those teams that everyone remembers. You know, it, it, everyone has great memories with that team. It's man, it's awesome. I hope, man, I hope it's, I hope we still being remembered for for many more years to come, man. Yeah, and uh, especially now because the 15 seeds, like uh, everyone's bringing it back. I'm like, oh god, I remember that team. That team was like, yeah, incredible. It is. See all it was these. Just, what a time to be alive, man! I tell you, it's March. This is March. It's great. Exactly. Best time right, of year. Well, sure, but thank you so much. Um, we're gonna we're gonna hop off, but uh, anytime you want to come back on, we're it's been a it's been a pleasure. All right, man. Yeah, I look forward to uh, doing some more podcasts with you guys, man. I appreciate you guys having me. Take care, man. Good luck this season in Romania, man. We'll be watching out for you. Thank you very much, man. I really appreciate it.